I'm Liz, and, and welcome, welcome to, to Their, their Tropes, Tropes Battled, Battled for, Dominance. for Dominance, Fifty Shades of Grey Edition. Woo! Wow. Six. So normally we don't do a little back and forth banter action uh, before um, the, sh- the yeah. show, like before the Fifty Shades special, but Liz has something to say that's related to Fifty Shades, and I just have a quick promo. Um, by the time this comes out, I should it, the episode should be out for the Game Busters podcast. Um, I'll put a link in the show notes um, where uh, I'm going to be guesting, talking about Genshin Impact with one of my good friends, Alyssa, and her co-host and another special guest. So it'll be a lot of fun. So go check that out. Liz, what did you want to say? So I have a funny story. Oh. So um, I, I have to give a little bit of um, it relates to Fifty Shades, but I have to give a little like preface before I get into like why it relates to Fifty Shades. Okay. So, you know, I'm like sitting down, I came, I just, I, I come, I came home from work a little late yesterday because I was like chaperoning some stuff and I'm sitting on like the couch, like right, you know, in like my house, there's like the sitting area for like the TV room, but then there's also just like a regular sitting area with no TV. Yes. So I'm sitting in the area that doesn't have the TV, but okay. like, I can like kind of just see the corner of the screen. And so like a book of the month thing comes on oh. and like, they're talking, it's like two people on the phone talking about a really good book they just read. Oh no. And it's the fucking Raylo fan fiction no! book. And like, they're just talking about it as a regular the, fucking the book. Hypothesis, right? Yes. Oh, and they're just God. talking about it as a regular fucking book. And I'm like, this is a fucking, I like, I was like losing my mind I thought it was so stupid and my mom is sitting right next to me and my mom has read 50 shades so I go how am I going to describe this to her easily and I was like oh well she read 50 shades so I'm like okay I have to tell you something and I so I started with like so you know how 50 shades of gray is a twilight fan fiction right and my mom goes what are you talking about she didn't know and I go what do you mean she goes no you're lying to me that's so fucking stupid what do you mean she really didn't know and I was like mom i'm not lying but she didn't know and she read all of them she thought i was fucking lying and she goes this is so stupid how could this how could this be how could this be this doesn't make sense they're 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 doing bdsm and they're twilight and i'm like yes yes (laughs) but so i thought that was just a funny story that yes yes that's literally it and so i was like funny joanna oh it was so funny Oh but also, God. it's hysterical seeing the fucking Raylo fan fiction on TV, like marketed, like them, like talking about it. it's like, yeah, it's about this, like I don't even know what it's about. I fucking forgot it. But they're just probably Sorry. reading the plot oh, synopsis. Mittens is screaming, mittens, mittens, come here. You want to show me your mouse? Oh my God! I don't know if you guys can hear the scream, but she literally just started just like screaming at the top of her lungs. We Star. could hear. Uh huh. We could hear. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, very cute, very cute. But you know, I'm like, stop fucking talking about the Raylo fan fiction as if it's like. What makes me like again? Like we we've talked about this on our normal episodes about why the Raylo fan fiction like makes us a little icky, like icked out. But I have to say, it's like it, it's it's supposed fan to be really. Smut. So no, it, it's no, like it just actual porn. It just, it squicks me out because they chose to change Kylo's name to Adam. Right. And it's because of Adam Driver. And so for me, it just feels like an RPF. Exactly. And so it makes me very uncomfortable and like, ill. like you couldn't have changed it to anything else. Even like another name that started with A, like I would be like, okay, that's just a nod, you know? But the, just, like, outright Adam, when you're writing about this man's, like, cock getting deep-throated, is just, like... It's, like, it's a uncomfy. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. Um, It'd be like if they, if they, if for Fifty Shades of Grey, they made, they made Christian, Christian Grey Robert. Yeah. That'd be, like, 
so uncomfy. Yeah. Speaking um, of Twilight, so I cannot – the name is escaping me, but there's – I mean, there's a lot of Twilight TikTokers, but there's this one who, like, somehow has the answer to literally everything. Um, Like, woman in her, like, 20s or 30s. I don't remember how old she is, but um, you and I have definitely sent her videos back and forth, and mm-hmm. if the name comes back to me, I'll shout it out, but – uh, she posted something, it was like a snippet of Robert Pattinson talking about how he thought uh, Stephanie Myers was in love with Edward Cullen, like the fictional character. And he was like, it was like an interview for the first Twilight movie. He's like, yeah, when I first met her, I thought she was, I was like, this woman's clinically insane. She's in love with the character <laughs> she created. <laughs> I it's like, I so- mean, yeah, like she basically created like her dream I, man. I just thought that was so funny that fucking like. I love that, like, he could get away with saying whatever the hell he wanted during it's the because- era, uh, era of Twilight because, like, nope, they couldn't fire him. He was Edward. He like, was Edward, they would yeah. Lose everything if they let go of him. Yeah, so he was, like, he was insulting the movie back and forth. The, no one wanted to be fired more than Robert Pattinson. <laughs> Pattinson. To be fired. It's, like, it's so funny because, like, you see them asking, like, like, the three main stars. So, like, him, Kristen Stewart, and Taylor Lautner about it. It's, like, oh, like, you know, there's a lot of hate for Twilight. Would you, like, actually be into it if you weren't? And, you know, you see, like, Taylor Lautner being, like, you know what? Yeah, I'd give it a try, and I think I'd like That's it. That's because Taylor Lautner is the most fuckboy boy yeah. I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> He's that just trying his best. Twilight if it gave him a shot at some pussy. Let's be real. Yeah. And then, um, and then, like, Kristen Stewart's, like, yeah, I guess, you know and then Robert Pattinson's like absolutely fucking not <laughs> to be fair I, Robert Pattinson is also just an unhinged man oh he's who, our he's an unhinged human being already I feel like so, he need, he's missing some serious medication so him him like already like being basically somewhere it's like yeah you can basically see basically say anything and not get fired so he's like oh I can turn my filter off even fucking more. Literally the only thing I think that would have gotten him fired is if, like, politically he'd been awful. And even then, I'm not sure that would have, like, done it. Like, if he'd been, like, outright, like, bigoted, I'm like, maybe. But also, I don't feel like the showrunners were... Oh my god, Mitten, stop. We're talking about Twilight. Please. She's like, I also have an opinion. Mittens is like, please let me speak. Mittens is like, hold up, I have an opinion. I think that Robert Pattinson is fucking crazy. He Mimit. is. That is that is like one man who like genuinely needs like a wife, or else he's gonna fucking die. If this man didn't, <laughs> if this man didn't have an assistant, I think he'd be dead in he'd a be ditch. Living off craft mac and cheese every single day. He'd be dead in a fucking ditch. Yeah, holy I, shit. I'm inclined to agree, and it wouldn't be like a natural cause. Like he wouldn't starve to death or something. It'd literally be like he saw a shiny rock and tripped. and he like, wandered of into like, traffic. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, like that man is just the definition of unhinged. And unhinged honestly, that's and what stupid. makes him so attractive to me. I hate oh to say my it. god! Yeah, like, no, it's I know. Great. Like a lot of people don't see Robert Pattinson as conventionally attractive with um, just some of his features, but to me, he's always been attractive. And I honestly think, like, because you know, I'm so picky with men. I think that is my like Robert Pattinson Twilight era is the definition of my type of man. I don't think they make Robert Pattinson look good in Twilight, and I it will get shit for it. On the movie, right? It, so it I think does it, depend I think on the movie. He looks the worst in Breaking Dawn Part One and Eclipse. I think he looks horrible in those two movies, which is funny because Eclipse is my favorite movie. But mm-hmm. um, I think in uh, no, but Twilight thing, and Breaking Dawn, he lo- Part Two, I, he looks. I okay. think I think sometimes they just lean a little like 
too into the pale and like he's yes. already ghostly pale enough so you yeah, making him any paler did not match him <laughs> like you making him any paler like literally makes him look like he's wearing like clown foundation yes no that was an issue in a lot of shots where they would get up close and i'm like you can just see the foundation like is too light for him it was just weird but like also... he's so fucking pale you could just leave his normal skin tone and i'd be right. like yeah he's my to my be issue vampire. is they tried so hard to make him like peak masculine like love interest in a lot of oh, movies yeah. Also, but, like, like, he's a sickly Victorian child. Like, yes. Like, I'm sorry, like, the caterpillars on his face, I it always, what drove me crazy was not the hair inconsistency in all the movies, considering mm-hmm. that the vampires should not be able to have longer hair in a movie after the first one and whatnot, but it was always the fact that they made Edward's eyebrows bushier every oh, single so movie. Bushy. <laughs> but they also, like- they would also, like, they would they would tame them more, right? So like instead of just being like unhinged eyebrows that are thin, they'd get bushier and bushier, but they'd be groomed, and it was so, so weird. weird. <laughs> um, or can we talk about the like airbrushed abs in fucking yes, New Moon? I've been thinking about so that this whole time, but I wouldn't say anything. Like, like how how po- like the, the makeup poorly. artists, especially in like the middle movies just did Edward, aka Robert Pattinson, like so dirty. I feel like let him be like like. He, like he would have been so much more attractive during that scene if they just like let him have his normal body and didn't do yeah, like badly painted like that's attractive too right. and, and also, like very like he, attractive he wasn't in shape like i'm sure at most he probably had like a two or a four pack there's no need to give him an airbrush six pack especially like just probably with his body like in the way he like held himself it always it looks uneven it, yes it always looks slanted or uneven it just it does it did not look good and i'm sure when he was like sitting there straight and like you know back straight up t- uh, upright and they just airbrushed it on i'm sure it looked great but like he was sagging in every single shirtless st- shot and then like put that into consideration because like this man he- is devastated he thinks the love of his life is dead like he's not yeah you know ramrod straight like puffing his chest out he is hunched over and like if he was a human he'd be like shoveling barrels of ice cream in his face you know like like let let the man let the man live with his with his body without trying to like airbrush it he looks good enough without like he looks amazing without it for hours too about how awful the body like issues were in the entire twilight franchise like how they almost mm-hmm. fired taylor lautner for new moon because oh my god crazy for them and they were like you need to bulk up and they made a like 16 17 year old like pack on like 80 pounds of muscle oh my god i can't for a role like i'm still like mm-hmm. i it's just like i just i wonder who was in his life at that point like to like let that happen <laughs> right like somebody should have fought for him like yes like put some muscle on but some realistic muscle tone like there is no reason for him to have to do such an insane well that's also like why i'm happy that like robert pattinson being batman now was just like i'm not putting on this crazy amount of fucking muscle for the role like especially also like can i just say like to me it's more realistic if batman is not crazy fucking ripped like how old is this man like 30s and like he's like a billionaire who just like sits around working on tech stuff like you think he has time to work out? He, 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 yes, Batman does. And does he get into like muscular shape? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. But like, he doesn't need to have like these unrealistic like muscle proportions. He doesn't need to have 2% body fat. He's like, he can go to the gym and not have a six pack. Exactly. Exactly. I'm I'm really, I feel like, and maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like at least in Hollywood, we're slowly moving away from the like 
the the viewpoint that all men must be like muscle maniacs like drink muscle milk 24 7 to be like attractive yeah and i i really like that i just hope that we can also do that for the girls now where not Mm -hmm. everyone has to be like stick thin and um big lips wide eyes small nose like yeah cameron is like the beauty standard right now in hollywood which is crazy to me because i don't know if you this is side, side note but i don't know if you've seen like the controversies where she's photoshopping like so, so like you know magazines talk shows etc will post pictures of her or videos and they're already photoshopped because that's how media is and then she is photoshopping them even further to post on where her it's own like social she media. is she is literally the beauty standard and she still feels the need and to like, photoshop and, herself right and you can't even recognize her anymore because she's also getting so much plastic surgery and like there's so many issues like where this amazing beautiful talented young woman like feels like she needs to be quote-unquote prettier when she is literally the beauty standard so I just I don't know I I feel like I wish Everyone's that I, would, I could say that we are going to move away from that, but it's been that way since Hollywood started. Like, look at a hundred years ago, all the famous actresses. There's not that much change when it comes to facial structure and body type, and it's it's really infuriating to see. Sorry, that's my that's my all answer. I know is to a random lady at the grocery store, I am prettier than the girl who plays Anastasia in so true, Fifty Bessie. Shades of Grey. Let's so get true, into Bessie. it. Let's get yeah, that's true. Um, sorry that was that was my that was my segue into it. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, though, 99% of that conversation was Twilight or Fifty Shades related, so you guys can't be mad at us. Thank you. <laughs> um, okay. So I will start. We are on, well, I guess chapter you can read the title. Yeah. We're on chapter six. Okay. Christian opens the passenger door to, door to the black Audi SUV. Why can't I fucking read? And I clamber in. It's a beast of a car. He hasn't mentioned the outburst of passion that exploded in the elevator. Um, should I? Should oh that's right. We they, like, talk made about out it? an elevator. Yeah, it's been a fucking while since we read this. Like literally, like mouth fucked each other in the elevator. Yeah. Um, should we talk about it or pretend that it didn't happen? It hardly seemed real. My first proper no ha- no holds bared kiss. As time ticks on, I ass- I assign it mythical Arthurian legend, lost city of Atlantis status. It never happened. It never existed. Perhaps I imagined it all. No. I touched my lips, swollen from his kiss. It definitely <laughs> swollen <laughs> lips from a like two minute kiss. Like I'm yeah. sorry, was this man like just sucking on like your lips like lips like, for, like face style? Like for like, like <laughs> both lips in his mouth just like <laughs> stop ew <laughs> Nasty It definitely happened. I am a changed woman. I want this man desperately, oh and he wanted me. Jesus Christ, girl, calm down. Um, I glance at him, Christian in his usual polite, slightly distant self. How confusing. He Because he, he's confident. He knows what he's doing. He's not losing his mind over a single fucking kiss. Like, literally. Literally. Um, he starts the engine and reverses out of his space in the parking lot. He switches on the MP3 player. The car interior is filled with the sweetest, most magical music of two women singing. Oh, wow. All my senses are in disarray. So this is doubly affecting. It sends mm. delicious shivers. <laughs> Ew, I hate that. Sends delicious shivers up my spine. I Ew. don't like when people use, like, when authors use, like, taste descriptors for, like, sensual or sexual experiences. It's, like, like nasty. Something about the word delicious being used just makes me imagine, like, someone, like, my mom you know speaking like it's just very outdated 
Yeah. Which I feel like it's like late 90s, early 2000s of like, so like, oh my God, your abs are so tasty, like type language, you know? It's yeah. Just like, let's move we, on. We've moved away we from that. We don't need the food descriptors anymore. Yeah. Don't need to hear about his delicious mocha skin, you know? Like, that's just, it's just yeah. weird. Stop, stop comparing people to food. Yeah, exactly. Christian pulls out onto SW Park Avenue and he drives. Why did you say SW instead of Southwest? My brain went SW. Why can't I? <laughs> Why didn't she write Southwest? Because it would be written out as SW, so that makes sense. But you would like speak it out loud as Southwest. Come on, New Yorker. No, because everywhere is called. If it's like East Ave, it's written down as East. Yeah, but at like Northwest, Southwest, those are written out as NWSW. No? Yeah, they are. And like the subway and shit, it's all written out as like NWSW. It's not written out as like Southwest, Northwest. I don't fucking know these things. <laughs> I don't live in New York City. You're valid. Um, yeah, no. Brain goes SW. You say SW, my brain goes SW. You want me to put fucking things together? I'm not putting anything together. <laughs> um any yeah, no, it's you're you're asking too much of me to make extra mental steps when reading. <laughs> Especially in Fifty Shades. That's fair. Yeah. And he drives with easy, lazy confidence. What are we listening to? It's the flower duet by Belize. What a what a voice! This From is a different the voice. Lachme. Do you like it? This is a like, different like voice. My, is it a different voice? I can't remember yeah, what voice. Usually, I'm you go for the fuckboy voice. Oh, the fuckboy! That's right. Oh fuck! Let me change. <laughs> it's the flower duet by Leave <laughs> from the opera Lachme. Do you like it, <laughs> Christian? It's wonderful. It is, isn't it? He grins, glancing at me, and for a fleeting moment, he seems his age. Young, yeah, his fucking age, listening to fucking opera in the car. Right, I'm like, wait, how does he say his age? That's that's very, that's that's very, that's a Bella moment of like, wow, he really seems his age. And she doesn't mean like 109, she means like, oh my god, he's like a 17 year old boy. And I'm like, Bella, (laughs) this man has lived a life longer than you would live as a human. It's like Bella, calm down. You guys are literally currently listening to like classical music together. You're listening like, to the sitting... okay? Like I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I think you just spoke... Claire de Lune goes hard. <laughs> yeah, you did. Did you? Did you just call Debussy Debussy? I think Debussy sounds funnier. <laughs> okay, that was intentional. That's not. That's not me not knowing how to pronounce things for once. Oh my gosh! I just Sorry. think Debussy just... sounds better than Debussy. Debussy? Or whatever. Listen, oh God! Just Debussy. Just Debussy. say it. <laughs> um, he grins. Voice okay. Fun. Wait. Uh, he seems his age, young, carefree, and heart-stoppingly beautiful. Is this the key? Uh, is this the key to him? Music? Oh, so Edward. So yeah, into music. That is very right. like, yeah. especially the classical stuff or like opera. Yeah. I guess. I don't know anything about opera, so maybe Lacme, Lacme, whatever is classical opera, but you know, I, I almost just got my phone like everywhere. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I sit and listen to the angelic voices teasing and seducing me. Can I hear that again? Of course. Christian pushes a button and the music is caressing me once more. It's a gentle, slow, sweet, and sure assault on my oral senses. You like classical music? I ask, hoping for a rare insight oh into his personal preferences. 
my taste is eclectic, Anastasia. I fucking hate that. Everything from Bitch. Thomas Tallis to the Kings of Leon. It depends on my mood. You? Me too, though I don't know who Thomas God. Tallis is. <laughs> he turns and gazes at me briefly before his eyes are back on the road. I'll play it for you sometime. He's a 16th century British composer. Tudor church choral music like i'm sorry in what in what world does that sound like the kind of music you blast in like a fucking rolls royce driving down the hall like the highway i'm sorry like like mm, 16th century church like british church music my favorite like even edward would not be that fucking like uptight yeah um that that is all this author. Oh, when it's when they say church choral music, all I can think of is like growing up Catholic on on um Christmas Eve mass. They mm-hmm. they sing this song that goes like Gloria, and that's all I can think of them listening to. Even though I know so, that's not what they're listening to. So related to that, when you said they sing this. For some reason, before you started saying anything, the first thing that popped in my head was the fucking Grinch song, like, Bahuda. <laughs> and yeah, I was like, oh, like... yeah, that makes sense that they would sing that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's my favorite Christmas Eve song. The, the, the song from the Grinch. It's definitely a part of our, it's definitely of a our Catholic, Catholic service. Song. Duh. Why else would it be in the Grinch who stole Christmas? That's so fucking funny. Thank you for that image. Thank you for that image. That's beautiful. No, I just want you to like picture what I'm thinking. I'm thinking of like a mega fucking church, you know, the shit with like slides and stuff. And just like everybody in the crowd singing the Grinch song. (laughs) Well, I definitely don't go to a mega church. I know, I know. (laughs) So you're not in Texas, don't worry. The vibes. Um, Christian grins at me. Sounds very esoteric. I don't know this word. esoteric esoteric i know but it's also magical anastasia he presses a button and the kings of leon start singing Hmm. this i know sex on fire how appropriate the music the music is interrupted by the sound of a cell phone ringing over the mp3 speakers christian hits a button on the steering wheel i i don't know why but the like this song and stuff like coming on like just really reminds me of that scene in the original twilight movie where um he like jumps on the hood of her car and she's like hey like i have neighbors you know they're human and stuff and he's like well if we're gonna break one rule we might as well break all the rules and like has sunglasses on and it's just like the weirdest fucking scene <laughs> i don't know why but that's that's the image i'm getting from this like going from Love the it. fucking 16th century british church music to sex on fire yeah gray he snaps He's so brusque. Yeah. Brusque. Okay. Mr. Gray, it's Welch here. I have the information. You. Oh, it's rasping. Mr. Gray, it's Welch here. <laughs> I have the information you require. A rasping disembodied voice comes over the speaker. Good. Email it to me. <laughs> Anything to add? No, sir. <laughs> <laughs> You so, sound like a sickly old man. Like, yeah, that's what I was going for. Good sir. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh exactly what I was God. going for. My voice acting career Perfect. is kicking off. Perfect. 
<laughs> he presses the button, the call ceases, and the music is back. No, goodbye or thanks. I'm so glad that I never seriously entertained the thought of, of working for him. I shudder at the very idea. He's just too controlling and cold with his employees. Love the, the music... foreshadowing. Yeah. The music cuts off again for the phone. Gray. Oh, that's me still. So fuck. Yeah. The NDA has been emailed to you, Mr. Gray. A woman's voice. <laughs> Good. That's all, Andrea. Good day, sir. Christian Have we hangs met up. Andrea before? Is that I don't know. Like blonde assistant ladies? Probably, if I'm going to be honest. Probably. Uh, Christian hangs up by pressing a button on the steering wheel. The music is on very briefly when the phone rings rings again. Holy hell, is this life constant nagging phone calls? That's also just like being Jewish and not living at home. This is literally what it's like when I get it, like, am I not on a drive anywhere and my family knows I'm on a drive and I just get a call, like, one after the other, like, wanting an update on every single thing in my life. Um, okay. Great. Interesting. Uh, he snaps. <laughs> hey, Christian. <laughs> you get laid. Hello, <laughs> Elliot. I'm on speakerphone and I'm not alone in the car. Did, we, did we say Elliot was supposed to be like Emmett slash Jasper? I think because doesn't he yeah. doesn't he sleep with the character that we've decided is Jessica slash Angela slash Alice? But yeah, yeah. But like the do you get laid? I guess I mean that's not not Jasper. That's just like, I, that's a line I would hear more from Emmett. Than Emmett, Jasper. yeah. Fuck, we're forgetting I, everything. We need to, like, make a spreadsheet to, like, reference every time we record. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're, we're, we're never going to do we're it. We're not going to. But it's a nice thought. It's a nice thought to think about. If anyone about. listening is interested in making, like, a spreadsheet of everything we've been saying, and <laughs> that would be really helpful. <laughs> That'd be really helpful. We don't want to fucking do it. Yeah. Dude, I do spreadsheets for a living. I'm not doing it on my free time. Um, oh. <laughs> Who's with you? Christian rolls his eyes. Anastasia Steele. Hi, Anna. Anna? Hello, Elliot. Heard a lot about you. Elliot murmurs huskily. Oh, I gotta husk it. Heard a lot about you. Elliot murmurs huskily. Christian frowns. I think that's Don't you. Be- oh, okay. Don't believe a word Kate says. Elliot laughs. I'm dropping Anastasia off now. Christian emphasizes my name. Shall I pick you up? Sure. See you shortly. Christian hangs up and the music is back. Why do you insist on calling me Anastasia? Because it's your name. I prefer Anna. Do you now? I think that's interesting because, like, you know, Bella, short for Isabella. Mm -hmm. I feel like this, like, because this is very obviously not, like, a Twilight thing. Like, Edward never, ever says... Isabella. Isabella except when he says like Isabella Col- like Swan Colon or whatever like whenever he says the full name yeah like, he always like says my Bella and stuff yeah so I feel like this is just a sex thing in this like the control over being able to like she prefers this but no he gets to make a decision which in a way is also very Edward like of being super controlling for no reason mm-hmm. yeah okay uh he murmurs we are almost at my apartment it's not taken long Anastasia he muses. I scowl at him, but he ignores my expression. What happened in the elevator? It won't happen again. Well, not unless it's premeditated. He 
I know exactly what he means by premeditated. Right. But could you imagine being her and her being like, what the fuck? Like, what do you mean? I I guess unless it's like planned or talked about before. Like I, I feel like if like n- like if I'm Anastasia and I don't know that Christian Grey is a BDSM sex dungeon master, you know, I'm not gonna think premeditated. Oh, he means like a, a BDSM contract. I'm going to no. think like, oh, he means unless we're in a relationship. Oh, my brain would be like, what the fuck do you even mean? But also, I just like can't pick up on shit like this because I'm stupid. There, you're right. But and also, yeah. this is why you're neurodivergent coded. Um, <laughs> I literally stop. <laughs> stop. Um, get tested liz anyways i i know i need to <laughs> he pulls up outside my duplex i belatedly realize he's not asking me where i live yet he knows what a freak but i would be then... i would literally like call the cops i'd like oh yeah i'd be like this point. man is fucking stalking me but then he sent the books so oh that's true of course he knows where i live at the books so yeah uh, what able cell phone tracking helicopter owning stalker wouldn't? At least she's calling him what he is. You I mean, know? to be fair, like Bella also kind of calls Edward a stalker, um, but like yeah. isn't phased. So that is yeah. very them. I but, just yeah. still hate it. Why won't he kiss me again? Sorry, I... Nick's like going in and out of the room. Okay, I pout at the thought. I don't understand. Honestly, his surname should be cryptic, not gray. He climbs out of the car, walking with easy long legs. With easy, long-legged grace around to, to my side to open the door. Ever the gentleman, except perhaps in rare, precious moments in elevators. I flush at the memory of his mouth on mine, and the thought that I'd been able, unable to touch him enters my mind. I wanted to run my fingers through his ugh, decadence. I fucking hate using food words. Decadence, untidy hair. But I'd be unable to move my hands. I'm retro... I am retrospectively frustrated. I like what happened in the elevator. I murmured as I climbed out of the car. I'm not sure if I hear an audible gasp, but I choose to ignore it and head up head up the stairs to the front door. Kate and Elliot are sitting at our dining table. The $14,000 book have, books have disappeared. Thanks heavens. I have plans for them. Um, she is the Sorry, uh, my cat jumped on my lap and actually, like, unplugged my mic, so we paused for a second. But I wanted to say something about, like, that I hear an audible gasp. I Something really bothers me when authors, like, mischaracterize their own characters like this. Like, Christian Grey is not the type of man to go, <gasps> you know, like, he is not a Oh, my God, guy. yeah, no. I was going to say, I was like, oh, is someone else there? Like the, the gasp is, gasp is a bad word. It's the same, it's the same thing that drives me crazy when you have a character who is not overly emotional, but in an emotional moment, and they go, the character screams. Screaming is a shrill, high-pitched, emotional outburst. Shouted is for characters who are typically reserved and are having Mm -hmm. an emotional moment. Screaming is the, what you hear all the time. It's not a once in a blue moon thing. So, like, this gasp, that's that's a word. A sharp intake of breath. That would be more accurate. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That That's probably what she means. Like a little like. A little like just like a, a, like a stutter in his breathing. Like in his heart rate. You know, but not a. Not like a. Because so... well, when I hear gasp, it's not even like a. It's right. a. <gasps> even if like, you know, if you want to say, oh, well, that's not what gasp means. That's not what scream means. In literary context, that's what it's become. It's no mm-hmm. longer so. Like, yeah literal you know it's 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 all about context and association 
But so to be, we got to the point where it's, I'm not sure if I hear an audible gasp. Okay. Kate and Elliot are sitting at our dining table. The $14,000 books have disappeared. Thank heavens. I have plans for them. She is the most un-Kate ridiculous grin on her face, and she looks looks must-up must in a sexy kind of way. Christian follows me into the living area, and in spite of her, I've been having a good time all night grin, Kate eyes him suspiciously. Hi, Anna. She leaps up to hug me, then holds me at arm's length so she can examine me. She frowns and turns to Christian. Good morning, Christian. She says, and her, her tone is a little hostile. Miss Kavanaugh. He says, in, in his stiff, formal way. Christian, her name is Kate. Elliot grumbles. Kate? Christian gives her a polite nod and glares at Elliot, who grins and rises to hug me too. This, this makes me feel like now maybe Kate is more Rosalie. Because the Elliot problem is resembling Emmett. That's like, yeah, because that's the problem. That That's like always the problem where it's like Elliot 100% right now is resembling Emmett, but like Kate doesn't resemble like I guess, though, however, Rosalie. if you want to, like, I don't recall when this fic came out right, but if it comes out post-Breaking Dawn when Rosalie and Bella are BFFs, maybe that's the Rosalie she's taking from. So that would I make sense guess? as to why Rosalie or Kate is like kind of a bitch and not the best friend to Bella, but like they are still close friends. You know what? That would make so much more sense. Wait, I gotta look up right now. Um, when did Masters of the Universe come out? It came out. Nope, that is He Man. That is not what I want. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when did Masters of the Universe fan fiction come out? 2013 so that makes that's after all of twilight so that makes so much more sense then yeah it has to be it has to be yeah that that's rosalie and emmett okay okay um are we i don't know why we were acting like this came out so much earlier i don't know i just i don't wasn't even thinking about when it came out i was just like well for me like you know it was popular when we were in like middle school so like it was mommy porn, so mm-hmm. I associate it with when I was really young. But then I remember for, I got for, into Twilight in like fourth grade. So. For me, what I'm thinking of is like because I knew that the like the like that when they were officially released as like books and movies that they that they it was after all of Twilight. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, I was like I was like, well, the fan fiction has been written way before it. You That's know, what I thought too. But I guess I guess she just was living the fucking pipe dream of like, oh shit, everything is successful. It's I feel like it's the Twilight curse because, you know, Twilight was the same way. Like, she wrote everything in less than a year. And, mm-hmm. it, it, like, she wrote all of Twilight in, like, four years. Like, the entire saga. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah. Where were we? The Christian gives her a polite nod. Yes. Is that where we are? Christian gives her a polite nod and glares at Elliot, who grins and rises to hug me, too. Hi, Anna. He smiles, his blue eyes blue twinkling. Eyes. Doesn't Emmett have blue eyes, like, before his return? I don't remember. I'm pretty sure he does. And I like him immediately. He's obviously nothing like Christian, but then they're adopted brothers. And then Jasper is very like similar vibes to Edward, so I it's yeah. supposed to be Emma and Rosie. Yeah, I feel like I know I've said it before, but I think we finally cracked it. Yeah, every every single fucking time we finally crack it. But and but do. to be fair, this is the most realistic one. Before we've been like, I guess this is it, but this makes sense. These this, this makes way, a lot more sense. Minor you're, characters. These are you're characters. totally right. Yeah. Um. Hi, Elliot. I smile at him and 
I'm aware that I'm biting my lip. And also, there's always, always the weird sexual tension between Bella, uh, Emmett and Bella, but that's also just because the actors had, like, weird tension. Yeah. <laughs> but also, I love the characterization that, like, Bella and Emmett become, like, absolute fucking Oh bros. my god, they are best friends. It's, like, my favorite characterization and of, it, like, canon. anything. They're literally best yeah. bros. But, like, I like when, like, people just, like, yeah, like, they, they describe them on, like, TikTok as, like, basically just frat bros dicking around. And Literally. It's my favorite. That's my absolute fucking favorite. Um, We're at Elliot. Uh, we better go. Elliot. We better go. Christian says mildly. Sure. He turns to Kate and pulls her into his arms and gives her a long, lingering kiss. Yep. Jeez. I'm get a room. <laughs> Get her room. Uh, says t- says the people who fucking made out in the elevator. They literally mouth fucked on the elevator, and she's like, "Oh my god, get a room." Not get a room. I stare at my feet, embarrassed. Um, sorry, not not in my Christian, not in my Mormon household. <laughs> Excuse you. Um, I glance up at Christian, and he's watching me intently. I narrow my eyes at him. Why can't you kiss me like that? Oh, wait, sorry. Why can't you kiss me like that? Ellie continues to kiss Kate, sweeping her off her feet and dipping her in a dramatic hold so that her hair touches the ground as he kisses her hand. Yeah, this is 100% Emmett and Rosalie. Yeah, this is the the literal, like, just the dramatics of it all are so there. Yes. Oh, is that? uh, (laughs) Laters, baby. He grins. Kate just melts. I've never seen her melt before. The words um, calmly and compliant come to mind. Compliant Kate. Boy, Elliot must be good. Christian <laughs> rolls his eyes and stares down at me, his expression unreadable, although maybe he's mildly amused. He tucks a stray strand of hair that has worked its way free from my ponytail behind my ear. My breath hitches at the con- uh, at the contact, and I lean my head slightly into his fingers. His eyes soften, and he runs his thumb across my lower lip. My uh, my blood sears in my veins, and all too quickly, his touch is gone. This is, I, I hate to say it, this is the paragraph that is making me, like, understand why Stumpy went vampire BDSM. Like, the connection of, like, he wants to be in control all the time, so being a dog oh, yeah. is a good release for that. But also, like, this right here is just so Ed Bella. Like, I feel like this is taken, like, this is ripped directly from the mm-hmm. books. Like, just Sorry. picture this. Can we pause for one second? My yeah, parents sure. are asking me a question. Sorry, guys. Liz needed a Diet Pepsi. Well, I needed my dinner. My dad was asking for my dinner, and I don't like Diet Pepsi. It's only it's because the fucking place we go to only has Diet Pepsi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have angers about it. Um, if you're at the the later baby, the later's oh, baby, but from Christian. By my kitten's like play fighting on the floor right next to me and stumping everywhere. Sorry if you hear. Oh, I'm actually just going to pause and kick him out. Yeah, I am. Laters, baby. He murmurs, and I have to laugh because it's so unlike him. But even though I know he's being irreverent, the endearment tugs at something deep inside me. I'll pick you up at eight. He turns to leave, opening the front door and stepping out on on the porch. Elliot follows him to the car, but turns and blows Kate another kiss. And I feel an, an ah, I feel an unwelcome pang of jealousy. So, excuse me. So, did you? Kate asks as we watch them climb into the car and drive off, the burning curiosity evident in her voice. No, I snap irritably, hoping that will halt the questions. We head back into the apartment. 
You obviously did, though. I can't contain my envy. Kate always manages to ensnare men. She is irresistible, beautiful, sexy, funny, forward, all of the things that I'm not. But her answering grin is infectious. And I'm seeing him again this evening. She claps her hands and jumps up and down like a small child. She cannot contain her excitement and happiness. And I can't help but feel happy for her. A happy Kate. This is going to be interesting. Christian is taking me to Seattle this evening. Sorry, I got distracted because Nick brought in M&M's and I'm trying to get his attention and he won't look at me to give me an M&M. I don't think he can hear me. He has his headphones on. I got stunned. Um, <laughs> yes. Christian, uh, Seattle? Yes. Maybe you will then. Oh, I hope so. You like him? You like yeah. him? Yeah. Yes. I like him enough to. Yes. She raises her eyebrows. Wow. Anna Steele finally falling for a man. And it's Christian Grey? Hot, sexy billionaire. Oh, yeah. It's all about the money. I smirk and we both fall into a fit of giggles. I feel like that's also really Bella, like the snarky, sarcastic, like the, oh, yeah. And people always forget about that. People forget that. And I think it's like one of her best characteristics where it's like, where it's like, oh, like, I like, I can't think of an example off the top of my head, but she definitely does it a lot. And especially in the first Twilight, I think it's most prominent of like when she charms the entire Cullen family, just with her quick wit it's great it's Um, amazing is that a new blouse she asks and i let her have all the unexciting details about my night has he kissed you yet she asks as she she's making coffee i blush once once she scoffs i not i nod rather shake (laughs) i can't fucking speak please i nod rather shamefaced he's very reserved she frowns that's odd i don't think that odd i don't think odd really covered uh, i'm reading this so out of order oh my god i don't think odd covers it really i murmur we need to make sure you're simply irresistible for this evening she says with determination oh no this sounds like it's going to be time consuming humiliating and painful I have to be um I have to be at work in an hour. I can work with that time frame. Come on. See, but then this like this this like is, makeover is so Alice. Is very Alice. However, Rosalie also can like we know she can do like a makeover as well. She helps with the wedding makeup and, and yeah. Okay. And stuff, so you know. Yeah, I don't know. Just the makeover brings out the Alice for me, but it's yeah, so it's obviously Rosalie, like, yeah. Like a beauty queen. It makes sense yeah. that she be able to do this. Yeah. Kate grabs my hand and takes me into her bedroom. The day drags at Clayton's, even though we're busy. We've hit the summer season, so I have to spend two hours restocking the shelves once the shop is closed. It's mindless work, and it gives me too much time to think. I have not really had a chance all day. Honestly, sorry, stocking the shelves, if you're at a place that will let you put in headphones and, like, listen to music or a podcast is, like, the best work, I feel. I love, I love doing that. Um... Under Kate's tireless and frankly intrusive instruction, my legs and underarms are shaved to perfection, my eyebrows plucked, and I'm buffed all over. It has been a most unpleasant experience, but she assures me that this is what men expect these days. What else will he expect? I have to convince Kate that this is what I want to do. 
for some strange reason, she doesn't trust him. Maybe because he's so stiff and formal. She says she can't put her finger on it, but I have promised to text her when I arrive in Seattle. I haven't told her about the helicopter, though. She'd freak. I also have the Jose issue. He's no, left three. I forgot about like the, I forgot the about pen. this. This shit yeah, sucks. It was, it was really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. He's left three messages and seven missed calls on my cell. He's also called home twice. Kate has been very vague as to where I am. He'll know she's co- he'll know she's covering for me. Kate doesn't do vague, but I've decided to let him stew. I'm still too angry at him. Still too angry with him. You You should be angry with him. Like, I have an awful feeling that she's gonna like forgive him. And I oh, she will because she needs a Jacob. God, I fucking hate that. I just don't like. Like, I know that this is like early 2010s where it was a lot more common to have the like rapey plot B, but I really don't like it. I really don't like it. It wasn't a good look for YA. Mm Hmm. Um. Sorry, my breed is... Okay, there I am. Christian mentioned some kind of written paperwork, and I don't know oh, if I... The sex contract. Yeah. I don't know if he was joking or if I'm going to have to sign something. Um, In reality, I guess if I was thinking, it would be like, oh, it's probably an NDA because he's, like, yeah, fucking rich and everything. Yeah, that would make a lot more sense, actually, than like, yeah. fucking everything else you were saying. Yeah. It's so frustrating trying to guess, and on top of all the angst, I can barely contain my excitement or my nerves. Tonight's the night. After all this time, am I ready for this? My inner goddess glares at me. I hate the inner uh, goddess, but we know. <laughs> the inner goddess comes back, um, yeah. tapping her small foot impatiently. She's re- uh, she's been ready for this for years, and she's ready for anything with Christian Grey. But I'm still, but I still don't understand what he sees in me. Mousy and a steel. It makes no sense. Mousy is definitely a word that was used to describe Bella like multiple times. <laughs> oh yeah. He is punctual, of course, and waiting for me when I leave Clayton's. He climbs out of the back of the Audi. Do you say it Audi or Audi? I say Audi. Okay, because I've heard a both name Audi, so like like spelled the same way. So okay. it feels weird to say it the other way. Okay. To open the door and smiles warmly at me. Good evening, Miss Steele. He says Mr. Gray, I nod politely to him as I climb into the back seat of his car. Taylor is sitting in the driver's seat. Hello, Taylor, I say. Hi. Good evening, Miss Steele. Hi. Hi. Miss Steele. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> oh, my gosh. His voice is polite and professional. Christian climbs in the other side and clasps my hand, giving it a gentle squeeze that I felt all the way through my body. How was work? He asks. Very long. I reply. My voice is sorry. I have to make it husky. I guess. Yeah. I don't know how to make my voice husky. Like, I don't just kind of like rasp it, but like in a very way. long. Yeah, that's. Good. I rep- Thank you. <laughs> I reply. My voice is husky, too low and full of need. I I understand what emotion authors are trying to invoke when they say like full of need, but also it's a little weird. Oh yeah. Yes. It's been a long day for me, too. His tone is serious. What did you do? I I managed. I went hiking with Elliot. Oh, I'm sorry. Boo-hoo. You had to go hiking with your brother. You had to go hiking with your brother while I worked. Retail. (laughs) His thumb strokes the back. Yeah. 
His thumb strokes my knuckles back and forth, and my heart skips a beat as my breathing accelerates. He, uh, how does he do this to me? He's only touching a very small area of my body, and the hormones are flying. I will say, like, someone, like, holding your hand and, like, tenderly stroking, like, oh, like no, that, that, your knuckles that, that, is, like, yeah. so, like, girl, I get it. Like, Definitely. don't feel weird. You should feel weird about a lot of things, but not this. Yes. Um, the driver to the airport is short, and before I, the, the driver, the drive, <laughs> the drive to the airport is short, and before I know it, we arrive. I wonder where the fabled helicopter might be. We're in a built-up area of the city, and even I know helicopters need space to take off and land. Taylor parks and climbs out, and Taylor parks, climbs out, and opens my car door. Christian is beside me in an instant and takes my hand again. Ready? He asks. I nod and want to, to uh, and I I nod and want to say for anything, but I can't articulate the words as I'm too ner- as I'm nervous, too excited. Taylor. He nods curtly at his driver, and we head into the building, straight to a set of elevators. Elevator. The memory of our kiss this morning comes Elevator. back to haunt me. Elevator. Comes it comes back to haunt me. I have thought about nothing else all day. Daydreaming at the registers at Clayton twice. Mr. Clayton had to shout out my name to bring me back to Earth. God, not to twice. S- not twice. To say I've been distracted would be an under would be the understatement of the year. Christian glances down at me, a slight smile on his lips. Ha! He's thinking about it too. Okay. <laughs> it's only three floors. He says dryly, his gray eyes dancing with amusement. He's telepathic, surely. Ah, oh, funny, cute, uh-huh. love it. Uh-huh. He it's, reads mine. Uh-huh. so funny. It's spooky. I try to keep my face impassive as we enter the elevator. The doors close, and it's there. The what? Sorry. You're good. You're in a pause. Yeah. I'm sorry. My dad was calling me to tell me that I have a two-hour delay for work tomorrow, so I apologize. At least it was good news this time. Yes. Um. I try to keep my face impassive as we went to the ele- as we enter the elevator. The door is closed, and it's there this weird electrical in- attraction crackling between us, enslaving me. I close my eyes in a vain attempt to ignore it. He tightens his grip on my hand, and five seconds later, the doors open onto the roof of the building, and there it is—a white helicopter with the name Gray Enterprises Holding Incorporated written in blue with the company logo on the side. Surely, this is a misuse of company property. You would think. You would think, girl. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, there's... So, yeah. No, this is, like, a random guy. Here's... He leads me... Oh, sorry. I completely <laughs> missed it. He leads me to a small office where an old-timer sit- is- sits behind the desk. Here's your flight plan, Mr. Gray. All external checks are done. It's ready and waiting, sir. You are free to go. I highly doubt that that means that old, he but is, he go is off, I now. guess. Go off, I guess. Thank you, Joe. Christian smiles warmly at him. Oh, someone deserving of the polite treatment from Christian. Perhaps he's not an employee. I stare at the old guy in awe. He's a dying old man. You yeah, can't be mean sorry, to he him. He can have a heart. He can have a heart sometimes. He can Sometimes have a little heart as a treat. Word. As a little treat. <laughs> you can have a heart. As, as a, a treat. treat. Uh, oh, that's so me. 
let's go. Christian's, let's go. Let's go. Let's go, besties. Christian says, and we make our way towards the helicopter. When we're when we're up close, it's much bigger than I thought. I expected it to be a road. Yeah, fucking helicopters are like yeah, close. They're kind of scary. I expected it to be a roadster version for two, but it has at least seven seats. Christian opens the door and directs me to one of the seats in the, at the very front. Sit. Don't touch anything. He orders as he clambers in behind me. He shuts the door with a slam. I'm glad that the area is floodlit. Otherwise, I'd find it difficult to see inside the small cockpit. I sit down in my allotted seat. Shut the fuck up. Um, I sit down in my allotted seat and he crouches beside me to strap me into the harness. It's a four point harness with all the straps connecting to one central buckle. He tightens both the upper straps so I can hardly move. That's also like such like an Edward thing to be like, I have to make sure you're 100% perfectly Mm -hmm. safe. Like I literally cannot risk anything of you getting hurt. Oh, Um, just keep reading and it'll be even more. Oh, okay. That's, that's you. Okay. You're secure. No escaping. Oh, wait, never mind. I lied. I skipped a paragraph. Yeah, I thought so, but like, okay. Okay. He's so close and intense on what he's doing. If I could only lean forward, my nose would be in in his hair. He smells... It's so weird. He smells clean. (laughs) My nose would be in his hair. (laughs) He smells clean, fresh, heavenly. But I'm fastened securely into my seat and effectively immobile. He glances up and smiles like he's enjoying his usual private joke. His gray eyes eyes heated. He's so tantalizingly close. I hold my breath as he pulls at one of the upper straps. You're secure. No escaping. He whimpers, his eyes scorching. He whimpers? Whimpers, sorry, whispers. Oh, oh, okay, I I thought I misread it, and I was like, "What? And did I say it wrong? You said whimpers, and I was like, "What? I'm slowly losing brain cells. It's okay. It's okay. I thought it was a um, gasp moment. Whispers. I I don't know. I mean, I guess everyone notices. I slowly lose more brain cells as the pair as the reading goes on. Yeah, it's okay. Me too. So don't sweat it. Um, the breathe Anastasia's you. He adds softly, reaching up and caressing my cheek, running his long fingers down to my chin, which he grasps between his thumb and forefinger. Like, I know this is supposed to be sexy, but, like, something about... Well, someone's saying, like, between between them saying, like, he grasped between his thumb and his forefinger, I just think of, like, someone, like, think, grabbing something. <laughs> like, when in reality, he's probably, like, grasping. But I think, like, Firmly think, grasped. Firmly grasping. I think of a little tink. But, you're you know, um, he leans forward and plants a brief chest kiss on my lips, leaving me reeling. My inside, clen- my insides clenching at the thrilling unexpected. I thought unexpe- was going to say, like, my inner goddess or- again or something. Like, Girl, <laughs> my inner goddess. Leave it out of this. Uh, at the thrilling unexpected touch of his lips. I like this harness. He whispers. What? Girl, you're thinking what we're all thinking. What? He sits down beside me and buckles himself into his seat, then begins a protracted procedure of checking gauges and flipping switches and buttons from the mind-boggling array of dials and lights and switches in front of me. Um, Little lights wink and flash from various dials, and the the whole of the instrument panel lights up. Put your cans on. 
can't. I've never heard. I've never I, been in a helicopter, so like I don't know any of the technology. But that's such a funny word. Yeah, he says, pointing at the set of headphones in front of me. I pop them on, and the rotor blades start. The rotor blades start. I want to be in one because I think it'd be like I feel like so fucking I think I'd cool. Be too scared. I'd be. I feel like a fucking badass in a helicopter, but I would be terrified. But like with the headphones, I feel like I was in like episode of Criminal Minds or something. Okay, valid. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I pop them on and the rotor blades start. They're deafening. He puts his f- headphones on and continues flipping various switches. I'm just going through all the pre-flight checks. Christian's disembodied voice is in my ears through the headphones. I turn and grin at him. Do you know what you're doing? I ask. He turns and smiles at me. I've been a fully qualified pilot for four years, Anastasia. <laughs> you're safe with me. He gives me a wolfish grin. Well... While we're flying. Ooh. Ooh. He adds and winks at me. Winking! Christian! 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 No! Oh, that's me. (laughs) Are you ready? I nod wide-eyed. Okay, Tower, PDX. This is Charlie Tango Golf at Golf Echo Hotel. Cleared for takeoff. Please confirm. Over. Charlie Tango you are clear pdx to call <laughs> proceed to one four thousand zero one zero over <laughs> i have thank to make it realistic thank you so fucking much for that that was amazing roger uh, Tower. charlie charlie tango set over and out here we go I'm literally screaming. Oh my god. Um, I'm not actually screaming because I don't want to hurt your ears. But oh my god. I thought it was needed. I thought it added the ambiance. It did. He adds to me and the helicopter rises slowly and smoothly smoothly into the air. Portland disappears in front of us as we head into US airspace. Though my stomach remains firmly in Oregon. Whoa. All the bright lights shrink until they're they're twinkling twinkling sweetly below us it's like looking out out from inside a fishbowl once we're higher there really is nothing to see it's pitch black not even the moon to shed any light on our journey journey sorry um how can you see where we're going eerie isn't it christian's voice is in my ears how do you know you're going the right way here he points his long index finger at one of the gauges and it shows an electric compass when you fly it, oh, I'm totally like skipped over. This is this, this is, is an EC one three five Eurocopter, one of the safest in its class. It's equipped for night flight. He glances and grins at me. There's a helipad on top of the building I live in. That's where we're heading. I forgot he doesn't like live near her, and he's yeah. Like, take the helicopter there. Yeah. Of course, there's a helipad where he lives. I'm so out of my league here. His face is softly illuminated by the lights of the instrument panel. He's concentrating hard, and he's continually glancing at the various styles in front of him. I drink in his features from beneath my lashes. He's She's really leaning into, like, the, like, food. Like, the, I know, like, I drink in is, like, a little bit more normalized normal. than, like, yeah. but, like, it's still, like, with everything else, it's, like, a lot. Yes, I, I do agree with that. But, so, I drink in his features from beneath my lashes he has a beautiful profile 
straight nose, square jawed. I'd like to run my tongue along his jaw. What? Jesus girl, Christ, what? girl. No, you he, ruined it. You ruined it. You ruined so it. Bad. He hasn't shaved and his stubble makes the prospect doubly tempting. Ew. Um, hmm. I'd like to know how, I'd like to feel how rough it is to meet my tongue, my fingers against my face. I get, oh like, everything but the tongue bit. Like, why do you want to lick his stubble? That is, that sounds, like, awful. This woman, like, is using food terminology, so I guess. I guess, but, like, just, like, the feeling of that on your tongue sounds awful. Yeah. I cannot imagine a world in which that feels nice. I don't know. When you fly at night, you fly blind. You have to trust the instrumentation. He interrupts my erotic reverie. How long will the flight be? I manage breathlessly. I wasn't thinking about sex at all. No, no way. Less than an hour. The wind is in our favor. Hmm. Less than an hour to Seattle. That's not bad. That's not bad going. No wonder we're flying. I have less than an hour before the big reveal. All the muscles clench deep in my belly. I have a serious case of butterflies. They're flourishing in my stomach. Holy shit. What has he got in store for me? <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Uh, we're coming up on another another fun little thing. Yay! Uh, you okay, Anastasia? Yes. My answer is short, clipped, squeezed out through my nerves. I think he smiles, but it's difficult to tell in the darkness. Christian flicks yet another switch. PDX, this is Charlie Tingo now. At 1-4000, over. <laughs> He charged, uh, he exchanges information with air traffic control. It all sounds very professional to me. I think we're moving from Portland's airspace to Seattle's international airports. Understood, SeaTech. Standing by, over and out. Look, over there. He points to a small pinpoint of light in the far distance. <laughs> That's Seattle. Do you always impress women this way? Come and fly in my helicopter? I asked, genuinely interested. I've never brought a girl up here, Anastasia. It's another first for me. His voice is quiet, serious. Oh, that was an, an unexpected answer. Another first. Oh, the sleeping thing, perhaps? Are you impressed? I'm odd, Christian. He smiles. Odd? And for a brief moment, he's his age again. Oh, God. I nod. So, it's so... Very Adela for him to only appear giddy to her, but like if yeah. anyone else was looking in at the conversation, they would see nothing. Like he'd be having the same like blank face, just like. Oh, oh yeah, one hundred percent. You're just so competent. Why? Thank you, Miss Steele. He says politely. I think he's pleased, but I'm not sure. We ride into the dark night in silence for a while. The bright spot that is Seattle is slowly getting bigger. Sea Talk Tower. Charlie Tango, the flight plan to Estella in place. Please proceed and stand by. Over. <laughs> Gosh, you're fucking. This is the greatest thing. This is the best thing that ever happened. These I'm noises are amazing. This. I'm glad you're enjoying this. I hope it doesn't fuck up our recording. <laughs> this is Charlie Tango. Understood, SeaTac. Standing by. Over and out. You obviously enjoy this, I remember. I enjoy this. <laughs> I enjoy this so fucking much. What? He glances at me. He looks quizzical in the half-light of the instruments. Flying, I reply. It requires control and concentration. How could I not love it? 
though my favorite is soaring. Soaring? Yes. Gliding to the lay person. Ugh, sorry, we're not rich enough to soar all the time. <laughs> Gliders and helicopters. I fly them both. Oh, expensive hobbies. I remember him telling me during the interview, I like reading and occasionally going to the movies. <laughs> I <laughs> That is literally just us. I like reading. I've been talking for like weeks now about having like a, a reading weekend where we, she just comes up and we just chill and read our books together. That'd be great. Um, I am out of my depth here. Charlie Tango. Come in. Come in, please. Over. The disembodied voice of air traffic control interrupts my reverie. Christian answers, sounding in control and confident. Seattle's getting closer. We are on the very outskirts now. Wow. It looks absolutely stunning. Seattle at night from the sky. Looks good, doesn't it? Christian murmurs. I nod enthusiastically. It looks otherworldly. Unreal. And I feel like I'm on a giant film set. Jose's favorite film, maybe Blade Runner? The memory of Jose's attempted kiss haunts me. I'm beginning to feel a bit cruel for not calling him back. Girl, don't feel cruel. Don't fucking call him back. Fuck him. Fuck him. He assaulted you and didn't he drug her too? Like Yes! Like, what? To be fair, though, that's very Bella of, I know that he tried to rape me, but, like, I should still be his best friend, right? Friends, like, yeah. He can wait until tomorrow, surely. Tomorrow? Um, Tomorrow. I sounded Canadian there. You really did. We'll be there in a few minutes. Christian mutters, and suddenly my blood is pounding in my ears as my heartbeat accelerates and adrenaline spikes through my system. He starts talking to air traffic control again, but I'm no longer listening. Oh, my... I think I'm going to faint. My fate is in his hands. We are now flying amongst the buildings, and up ahead I can see a tall skyscraper with a helipad on top. The world of Scala is painted in white on top of the building. It's getting nearer and nearer, bigger and bigger, like my anxiety. God, girl me. My anxiety getting super intense. Literally, um, I saw Spider-Man again with my younger brother because he hadn't seen it yet and I just wanted to go see it again. Mm-hmm. And I was like watching it and I was like, you know what, Spider-Man? I too have a spidey sense. And it's called my fucking anxiety. So bitch, you're not special. Um, <laughs> it's okay. Uh, so, so I know I like because I couldn't sleep last night. I spent this morning like rewatching uh, some of Toby Maguire and Garfield's uh, Toby! So I watched the first Toby and then I remembered I the reason that I think I like Garfield more is it's not that Toby is bad. It's that the movie is bad. And it's not his fault. He's great. He's a great Spider-Man slash Peter Parker. I Wait, just... did you just call the first Spider-Man yes. movie bad? It's it's a, it's a piece. It's it's definitely a, a product of its generation. It's from 2002. It's one of the OG superhero movies. It makes sense that it's corny and cheesy and not what I prefer in a superhero movie. We can't be friends anymore. <laughs> I, I just friendship ended. I just Jesus, also hated MJ. I gotta be honest. Um, yeah, they make MJ like such like a. Mm, but harry peter like osborne like they're all they're they're good actors and characters it's just the pacing and writing of the movie is bad i am so upset (laughs) however andrew garfield's movies this is i'm devastated still that he and emma stone aren't like a real couple anymore because their chemistry was literally like i could feel it through the screen like that i think that's what made those movies so good ultimate betrayal listen listen andrew garfield is just my type and like also like he and emma stone are just like they, they oh yeah they definitely had more chemistry 100 percent. they have the most chemistry i think of all the pairings in all the spider-man like verses so far i i just 
I've lost my mind. Oh my god! I, I, I cried again at Gwen Stacy dying because I was like, no, don't kill off your female characters for growth. <laughs> I can't believe this. Spider Man One is bad. Okay, we gotta finish this yes. before I have like a mental breakdown. We've been reading for a really fucking long time. For over an hour. Let's go, besties. Um, God, I hope I don't let him down. He'll find me lacking in some way. I wish I'd listened to Kate and borrowed one of her dresses. But I like my black jeans, and I'm wearing a soft. Oh mid- my gosh, she's like, we're going on a fancy date. So let me wear my black jeans. So yeah, early 2010s. My soft mint green shirt was not the soft mint green either. Mm-hmm. And Kate's a black jacket. I look smart enough. I grip the edge of my seat tighter and tighter. I can do this. I can do this. I chant the, this mantra as the skyscraper uh, as the skyscraper looms below us. The helicopter slows and hovers, and Christian sets it down on the helipad on top of the building. My heart is in my mouth. I can't decide if it's the nervous anticipation, relief, um, the nervous, if, if it's from nervous anticipation, relief that we've arri- arrived alive, or fear that I will fall in some, fail in some way. He switches the ignition off and the rotor blades slow and quiet until I, all I hear is the sound of my own erratic breathing. I'm so sorry. We've been reading for so long and I'm really hungry. So I'm like getting even worse at reading. You're um, valid. Christian takes his headphones off and reaches across and pulls mine off too. We're here. He says softly. He, his look is so intense, half in shadow and half in the bright white light from the landing lights. Dark night and the white night. It's a fitting metaphor for Christian. He looks strained. His jaws clenched and his eyes are tight. He unfastens his seatbelt and reaches over to unbuckle mine. His face is inches from mine. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. You know that, don't you? His tone is so earnest, desperate even, his gray eyes impassioned. He takes me by surprise. I'd never do anything I don't want to, Christian. And as I say the words, I don't feel, I don't quite feel their conviction because at this moment in time, I'd probably do anything for this man seated beside me. But this does the trick. He's mollified. He, his eye, uh, he eyes me warily for a moment. And somehow, even though he's so tall, he manages to ease his way gracefully to the door and the helicopter and opens it. He jumps out, waiting for me to follow and takes my hand as I clamber down onto the helipad. It's very windy on top of the building, and I'm nervous about the fact that I'm standing at least 30 stories high in an unenclosed space. Christian wraps his arms around my waist, pulling me tightly against him. It's interesting that she's nervous, because Bella is, like, shown to be, like, a big risk taker. She, like, she doesn't like, care. Yeah, like, she... Like, she needs to care more because of how go, fucking like, clumsy she is. She loves she. cliff diving. Like, that's, like, one of her favorite fucking hobbies. Like... I don't think a 30-foot building is going to phase her that much. Yeah. Come. He shouts above the noise of the wind. He'll shout that later, too. Shut the fuck up. Um, He he drags me over to the elevator shaft, and after tapping a number into the keypad, the door door opens. It's warm inside and all mirrored glass. I can see Christian to infinity everywhere I look. And the wonderful thing is he's holding me to infinity, too. Christian taps another code into the keypad. Then the door closed. Uh, then the doors close and the elevator descends. Moments later, we're in an all-white foyer. In the middle is a dark, uh, is a round, dark wood table, and on it is an unbelievably huge bunch of white flowers. On the walls, there are paintings everywhere. He opens two double doors, and the white theme continues through the wide corridor and directly opposite, where a a poledal. 
room opens up. We're going to go with Play-Doh. Um, it's the main living area. Double height. Huge is too small a word for it. The far wall is glass and leads oh, up to a balcony. Palatial? Uh, like palace-like. Oh, that makes so much more sense. Um, <clears throat> the war- bleh, the far wall is glass and leads onto a balcony that overlooks Seattle. To the right is an imposing U-shaped sofa that c- could sit ten adults comfortably. It faces a state-of-the-art stainless steel or maybe platinum, for all I know, modern fireplace. The fire is lit and flaming gently. On the left beside us, by the entryway, is the kitchen area. All white with dark wood worktops and a large breakfast bar which seats six. Near the kitchen area, in front of the glass wall, is a dining table surrounded by 16 chairs, and tucked in the corner is a full-size, shiny black grand piano. Oh, yes. He probably plays the piano, too. Of course! Of course he plays the piano. piano. (laughs) Of course he plays the piano. Why wouldn't he? Um, There is art of all shapes and sizes on the walls. In fact, this apartment looks more like a gallery than a place to live. Can I take your jacket? Christian asks. I shake my head. I'm still cold for from the wind on the helipad. Uh, I'm going to have a glass of white wine. No, it's... Oh. Would you like a drink, oh, please? Fuck. Would you like a drink? He asks. I blink at him. Sorry. After spoiler. last... <laughs> after last night... <laughs> spoiler for one line. Yep. Is he trying to be funny? For one second, I think about asking for a margarita, but I don't have the nerve. Would you like a drink? Oh, I'm... Fuck. I keep mixing it up now. <laughs> I'm going to have a glass of white wine. Would you like to join me? Sorry, I brought you back to the prequel. (laughs) Yes, please, I murmur. I'm standing in this enormous room feeling out of place. I walk over to the glass wall and I realize that the lower half of the wall opens. What? Concertina style? Concertina style? Onto the balcony. But also I know nothing about home design, so... Um, Seattle is lit up and lively in the background. I walk to the kitchen area and it it takes a few seconds. It's so far from the glass wall. And Christian is opening a bottle of wine. He's removed his jacket. I don't know French or wine. (laughs) I know nothing about wine, Christian. I'm sure it will be fine. My voice is soft and hesitant. My heart is thumping. I want to run. This is seriously rich. Seriously over-the-top Bill Gates-style wealthy. This gives what am me I... kind of vibes of, like, Eclipse when they have the sleepover, when everyone's hunting to prepare for the fight with the newborn, mm-hmm. and it's just Edward and Bella. It's, like, where he proposes, and yeah. it's um, and it's just, like, that really extravagant bed and, like, the extravagant house and the extravagant room, and yeah. Bella's, like, very overwhelmed by, like, all mm-hmm. the wealth around her. That's what that reminds me of. Yeah. What am I doing here? You know very well what you're doing here. My subconscious sneers at me. Her inner goddess. Her inner goddess is sneering at her right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. I want to be in Christian Gray's bed. Here. He hands me a glass of wine. Even the glasses are rich. Heavy, contemporary crystal. What did you expect, girl? Um, I take a sip and the wine is light, crisp, and delicious. I like, like, a light, crisp wine. I don't like wine. I've never had wine I like. That's so, sad. I don't know. If I, 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 to be fair, I am a super taster, so I have like weird taste buds. So, if I wine. have wine with you and you want to try it, you can. Oh, but thank you, babe. I'll thanks. Get you that mine. Thank you, bestie. Uh, you're very quiet, and you're not even blushing. In fact, I think this is the palest I've ever seen you, Anastasia. 
He murmurs, are you hungry? I shake my head. Not for food. Ew! Fuck you. That's so... Oh, yeah. Um, it's... Oh, fuck you, bitch. Like, why would you write that? That's disgusting. I shake my head. Oh, sorry. It's a very big place you have here. Big? Big. (laughs) It's big. Oh! Ah! No! Please stop! No! He agrees, and his eyes glow with amusement. I take another sip of wine. Do you play? I point my chin at the piano. Yes. Well? Yes. Of course you do. Is there anything you can't do well? Yes. A few things. He takes a sip of his wine. He doesn't take his eyes off off me. I feel I feel them following me as I turn and glance around this vast room. Room is the wrong word. Also, sorry, just the, like, is there anything you can't do? And this, the, like, kind of sarcastic remark just reminds me of, like, uh, Breaking Dawn after they fuck. And he's like, oh, my God, you're bruised. Um, and she's like, you're not going to touch me again the rest of this trip. And he, like, strokes her cheek. And she's like, you know what I fucking mean. <laughs> yes. Um, it's not a room. It's a mission statement. Do you want to sit? I nod, and he takes my hand and leads me to the large off-white couch. As I sit, I'm struck by the fact that I feel like Tess Derbyfield? Whoever the fuck that is. Looking at the new house that belongs to the notorious Alec Der... I feel like this sounds very familiar, and I'm probably going to... My brain just went, the Ubu Javer? Ubu Javer? The thought makes me smile. Uh, what's so amusing? He sits down beside me, turning to face me. He rests his head on his right hand, his elbows propped on the back of the couch. Why did you give me tests of the, the Ubu Jaber? I think that's perfect. We have to say Ubu Jaber the rest Ubu of the time. Ubu Jaber? No, Ubu Jaber. Ubu Jaber, specifically. I ask. Christian stares at me for a moment. I think he's surprised by my question. Well, you said you like Thomas Hardy. Is that the only reason? Even I can hear the disappointment in my voice. His mouth presses into a hard line. It seemed appropriate. I could hold you to some impossibly high ideal, like Angel Claire, or debase you completely, like Alec de Uber Jiver. <laughs> he murmurs, and his gray eyes flash dark and dangerous. If... There are only two choices. I'll take the the base. Oh my god, you whore! Ew, bitch! I, I can't say I you're can't, so I can't horny. You with that. I I mean, like I I feel that, but I feel that, but boo, like you whore, boo, you whore, you're so horny. Please stop. Yeah. But also, like I can't act like I would probably not do the same. <laughs> um, <laughs> I whisper, gazing at him. My subconscious is staring at me in awe. He gasps. Uh, Anastasia, stop biting your lip, please. It's very distracting. You don't know what you're saying. That's why I'm here. He frowns. Yes. Would you excuse me a moment? He disappears through a wide doorway on the far side of the room. He's gone for a couple minutes and returns with a document. Oh, this is- Liz, you're right. You're so smart. This is a non-disclosure agreement. He shrugs and has the grace to look a little embarrassed. My lawyer insists on it. He hands it to me. I'm completely bemused. If you're going for option two, the basement, you'll need to sign this. 
And if I don't want to sign anything? Then it's Angel Claire High Ideals. Well, for most of the book, anyway. What does this agreement mean? It means you cannot disclose anything about us. Anything to anyone. I stared at him in disbelief. Holy shit. It's bad. Really bad. And now I'm very curious to know. Okay. I'll, I'll sign. He hands me a pen. Aren't you even going to read it? No. He frowns. That's so Ed Bella. And Bella's just be like, yeah, I'll do it. Whatever. And he's like, do you not even fucking care? Like, where Bella's like, yeah, you can take me to prom. That's fine. He's like, do you not even care that I'm a monster, Bella? Do you not it's even like, care that I nah. want to kill you at this very moment? She goes, it's fine. You you wouldn't. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, just the blind trust. Anastasia, you should always read anything you sign. He admonish, admonishes me. Christian, what you fail to understand is that I wouldn't talk about, a, about us to anyone anyway. Even Kate. So it's... Im- Immaterial or immerit, yeah, immaterial whether I sign on an agreement or not. If it means so much to you or your lawyer, whom you obviously talk to, then fine, I'll sign. He gazes down at me and he nods gravely. A fair point. Well made, Miss Steele. I lavishly sign on the dotted line of both copies and hand one back to him. Folding the other, I place it in my purse and take a large swig of my wine. I'm sounding so much braver than I'm actually feeling. Does that mean you're going to make love to me tonight, Christian? Holy shit. I can't shit. believe you just said that. Yeah. You, like, you just bulldozed through that line. I was expecting like the stuttering and blushing Liz. You're uh, like, oh, okay. I think my brain is just like really deteriorating. So like it's not realizing <laughs> so what it's saying. So this is how we do it. We make Liz talk for an hour. Then she can read the porn. Yeah. Holy shit. Did I just say that? His mouth drops open slightly, but he recovers quickly. Oh my God. Oh my, God. my food is here. So that's also why I'm going through this. Okay. No, Anastasia, uh, it, it doesn't. Uh, firstly, I don't make love. I fuck <laughs> hard. Hard! Exactly. There's a lot more paperwork to do. And thirdly, you don't yet know what you're in for. You could still run for the hills. Come, I want to show you my No! Favorite. No! My mouth drops open. Fuck hard. Holy shit, that sounds so hot. But why are we looking at a playroom? I am mystified. Stop. She's thinking of it as like a six-year-old boy's little like gamer room. <laughs> this is my gamer room. This, this is, is my bedroom. Yeah. This, this is, is my, my bedroom. Room. It's just my PC and my boyfriend's PC right next to mine. You want to play on your Xbox? I ask. He laughs loudly. No, Anastasia. No Xbox. No PlayStation. Come. He stands, holding out his hand. I let him lead me back out the corridor. On the right of the double doors, where we came in, another door leads to a staircase. We go up to the second floor and turn right. Producing a key from his pocket, he unlocks yet another door and takes a deep breath. You can leave any time. The helicopter is on standby to take you wherever you want to go. You can stay the night and go home in the morning. It's fine, whatever you decide. Just open the damn door, Christian. He opens the door and stands back to let me in. I gaze at him once more. I so want to know what's in here. Taking a deep breath, I walk in, and it feels like I've time-traveled back to the 16th century in the Spanish Inquisition. Holy fuck. And that's the end of the I chapter. I really like the idea that there's just, like, torture devices in there. Which there probably are. Um, also, oh, yeah, 100%. Us, this was, I think, the longest chapter we've done so far, so uh, good job us. The next one is shorter, so don't don't worry too much. But um, just, like, by how, like, large the scroll bar was, with this this was i think our longest one so i'm so fucking brain dead yeah i feel but um 
think about it this way, Liz. Looks like from here on out, I'm going to do most of the narration. So. <laughs> Woo! Yay! All right. Well, um, I know you have food, so I don't want to take you too long. I, don't, yes. I feel like we made those over comparisons within. I don't feel like there's a lot that we need to still cover, right? Like, we've determined that it's Emmett and Rosalie. We've talked about the comparison between BDSM and vampirism. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we've talked about all the different Ed Bella comparisons that happened in this chapter specifically. Is there anything that we're missing? Um, no, I'm trying to go eat, so <laughs> that's where my brain is at. You're valid, Liz. Where can we find you on social media? You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, and TikTok at Lazily Liz. What about you, Gabs? You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, and TikTok at Flighty the Nerd. Liz, where can we find more about the show? You can find the show on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Trope Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at Trope Podcast or the Trope Battle for Dominance. If you need to email us for any reason, like questions, comments, um, concerns, requests, um, good Maze Runner or Twilight fanfiction, please email us at tropedominance at gmail.com. Please rate, comment, follow, subscribe, whatever it is, wherever you listen to the show. It helps us a lot. Thank you. Yep, you guys have a good one. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.